to the Enchanted Ears podcast. Where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. I tried a different cadence that time. I wasn't a fan. Can I try that again? No, we're, we're going with that. So I'm Angela. Rolling right into Disney news. <laughs> so Disney has finally come out with a board game for me. <gasps> so they have Disney villainous game. So you get to be uh-huh. the villains. Okay. So... It's all about letting the villains win, which it's about time. Oh, yeah. So this game came out. You get to play as one of six iconic Disney villains. So either... You know who I want. Who do you want? Scar. I hope he's on it. No, he's not. Are you You, kidding me? You know Lion King's never involved in any of this stuff. No, you're you're lying right now. You're just trying to upset me. No, I'm being serious. So it's, it's Maleficent, Ursula, Jafar... Prince John, the Queen of Hearts, and Captain Hook. So those are the six you get to play as. I hope the game fails epically it's because more, they did not well, put Scar in, in but it. But they're all like people. Whatever. It's all it's all villain people. So. Whatever. But I mean, but the whole conceit of the game is the worst person wins. You know, the the person that's the bigger villain wins. I guess you know each villain has uh, kind of an objective they're trying to to take over. And there's, you know, fate cards and different things that you can use to interrupt the villain's kind of story and, and try to overtake them. But I thought it was, a, you know, a pretty interesting twist. That Could you that please describe my face right now? It's very upset. Wow, that's a vivid <laughs> description right there. No, your face. You should face, write books. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you got a bit of an eye roll going on there. <laughs> and you're just kind of looking off in the distance, very stern, very upset that scar is not in this game it, absolutely again so but yeah it, it's it's uh it's more the people but I, yeah like i said i thought it was interesting i think it, it sounds like a fun game um like i said i, I like concept the Di- sounds cool i but like the execution villains. sounds poor i like the, maybe it'll be like an expansion there'll be another one where they do animated well i guess some of these are animated but like yeah you know, maybe they'll do maybe they'll do scar in and in, in another piece of disney news we can chalk this one up for joe stradamus <laughs> because I called this, um, I don't know how many episodes ago. I'm not sure what episode it was in, but I definitely called this. So rumor is Lilo and Stitch live action movie is coming. You called this? And I called this. I said that. I said it would be great if they made this. I think they're going to make it. And you're like, no. Oh, that that's was, right. Because that, I talked about be how awful. creepy Stitch might be. Well, guess what? It sounds like we're going to get to see it. Oh, my goodness. Ugh. I mean, it makes perfect sense for Disney because Stitch is so popular and like it, it blows my mind. Like you, you and I have had this conversation before, not on the podcast, but just about in general, how popular Stitch is in the Disney parks, like how they're, they make so many Stitch pins and it's not like, I mean, Lilo and Stitch was a big movie, but it's just surprising to me how, how much he's everywhere in the parks. But well, that, even whenever I mention him to my students, like I wore my stitch ear- earrings to school the other day and I had so many of my kids come up and be like, oh my goodness, I love stitch. So like, he's just such a fa- fan favorite. Yeah. And that, that's what the article even said that, you know, they made the one movie, didn't necessarily do that great at the box office, but he has a cult following now. It came out in 2002, but yeah, so uh, apparently that's kind of in the works as one of the next live action movies. So I called it. Yes, that's you right. did. That's another one for me. Congratulations. And you don't want to see it because you think Stitch will look kind of freaky, but we'll, well, we'll see how it turns out. Well, I always say I don't out. want to see it, but I, I think I have to. I mean, I guess, you know, it could fall through. 
you know, I guess nothing's really set in stone, but like I said, that's kind of the rumor for the next one. So Wow. I, I'm, I'm a little dumbfounded. We'll, we'll see what happens. They're going to turn everything into live action. Once I mean, you start doing Lion King and Beauty and the Beast, you know, Aladdin. I mean, they've already done all of those. Some of them little, really so basically, well to that. You know, they've done Beauty and the Beast. Next year, Lion King comes out and Aladdin. Little Mermaid they're already working on. So they're just basically working through lists. They've done Cinderella. Yeah. You know, they're, they're basically going to turn everything they can. The Jungle can, Book. Tarzan. Book. Yeah. Anything that was popular, they're going to turn into live action. I mean, I'm sure they'll be doing Seven Dwarfs, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. You know, they'll have everything. All right. So this week, we're going to be doing uh, a little game of what, two, two truths and one lie. Okay. All about Disney. Yeah. So we'll, no, actually, it's going to be only about not Disney. Um, not Disney this week. It's about um, let's see, uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> interesting, interesting. So, but yeah, so we have a few this week. I think we have a couple for for each other, um, and then you know, let us know if you like it. It might become a kind of continuing thing. Maybe we'll do these every now and then. Yeah, kind of come up with a you couple can play of them, along so. too. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Play along. See how many you get right. Let us know. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So go ahead. I, I have a couple for you. I think you have. Yeah, I have several like, for you. Like three or four for me. So you want to start? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay. So this first one, I kind of did them in groupings. So this first one's kind of miscellaneous. Yes. And winner gets bragging rights. <laughs> okay. Whatever. We got. We have to have some stakes for this. Well, I, I only say be whatever because you're a much better liar than me. And so I need some stakes. Your lies are probably way more believable. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna take that as a compliment. It's true. Okay. So the first one, first fact. Jackie Chan provided wait, the So it is a fact. You just gave it away by saying it's a fact. Because well, the game is like two facts and a lie. So you, you can't Well, they're all so, three facts. Alright, I think you slipped. I think this first one's a fact. I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm gonna bet on it. Not even hearing it. I'm just going to bet that it's a fact. Jackie Chan provided the voice, and that's acting and singing, for the Beast in China. Two. Okay. Disney considered Will Smith for the role of T'Challa in Black Panther. Three. French actor Jean... I'm trying so hard. Jean Piat voiced Scar in the French version of the film... But he also did the voice for Gandalf in the the voiceover in um, Lord of the Rings for France. So, which? So I definitely think the first one's a fact, just because you said the first fact. The third one was very wordy. I feel like you wouldn't come up with a lie that that's that's so wordy. Usually lies are shorter. Oh no! Usually you embellish lies. Actually, that wasn't embellishing. That wasn't embellishing. That was just. That's what I'm saying. You weren't embellishing things. You were kind of, it was a very long sentence. Like you wouldn't have come up with this name and everything like that. So I'm going to say the second one is a lie. So Will Smith being T'Challa. They they didn't consider Will Smith being T'Challa. Goodness. Yes. Yeah. I definitely gave, I I, I mean, as far as I know, they did not try to get Will Smith to be T'Challa, but uh, Jackie Chan did do the singing for Beauty and the Beast, and I thought that particularly that um, was impressive. I pulled it up so that you guys could hear a little bit of it, so hopefully I can do it loud enough for you to hear. Yeah. 
first of all, could you could you could definitely tell that was Jackie Chan, couldn't you? Sure. I I don't know I mean, Jackie Chan's voice that much that well. But, I was a yeah. giant Jackie Chan fan because I loved the Rush Hour movies when I was li- a little kid. So to me, it was like very much like, oh, this is Jackie Chan. Okay. So going on to to the second one, what's the what's the next set you got for me? So I'm one for one here, and don't <laughs> slip and say the first fact. Well, I will say I think I got better at this as I went along. Okay. All right. But that might be a little too self-congratulatory. Should have mixed them up then. Should have mixed them up then. Okay, go ahead. What's <laughs> okay. your next one? So Parker, Parker Brothers petitioned Disney to make Rich Uncle Pennybags the villain of Toy Story 2 instead of Stinky Pete the prospector. But Disney declined saying that he's a great character. He doesn't quite fit the direction they wanted to take the, the film in though. My second fact is Barbie was originally intended to be Woody's love interest in Toy Story instead of Bo Peep, but Mattel rejected Disney's offer because they wanted Barbie to be neutral so girls could imprint any personality they wanted on her. And my third fact is Billy Crystal turned down voicing Buzz Lightyear and said it was the only regret he has in the business of something that he passed on. All right, so I'm pretty sure that I've heard that Barbie was in Toy Story before. So I think that one's a fact. I'm going to say that that one was a fact. That, that I've heard that before, that they wanted Barbie instead of Bo Peep. Uh, I'm not sure about Billy Crystal or this rich, rich Uncle Pennybags being the villain. And I'm going to say... I'm gonna, wait, can I stop for a second? Rich Uncle Pennybags is the Monopoly man if you don't know that. Okay, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Billy Crystal turning down Buzz Lightyear is also a fact, because I could see him turning that down and then him regretting it, because then he was on Monsters Inc. So he got in in a later movie. So I'm gonna say the first one you said is the lie that that Parker Brothers never petitioned to have the Monopoly Man be be a villain. I'm going to say I'm right just by how depressed you look and downtrodden. Yes. So I made that one up, but the other two were true. Um, actually, Barbie, they, did, they didn't want Barbie to be animated at all. But then after seeing the success that Toy Story brought to Disney, they did allow Disney, they worked, with Dis- worked out a deal for Disney to use Barbie in Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 3. So she is she in those okay. other ones, yeah, and that's but a, she's I, not in the first one. Yeah, and I do, like I said, I, I vaguely remember someone saying that she was meant to be the love interest instead of Bo Peep. Because right. if you look at Bo Peep, she kind of does look like a Barbie. She's yeah, Barbie-ish, hair. yes. Yeah, yeah. And there was a whole thing where Joss Whedon, whenever he rewrote the script, he actually had planned on Barbie coming in at the end and saving Woody and Buzz also, but they Disney rejected that. But I guess whenever he got a hold of the script for Toy Story, it was a mess. So really, I just thought that was really interesting. And again, I forgot that Joss Whedon did Toy Story. And then the thing about Billy Crystal is true. And he did feel like he was able to kind of make that up in Mike Wazowski. So I, I, I'm very happy he was not Buzz. I was going to say, I, I don't, don't think, think his he, voice fits. Yeah, I don't think he would be a great Buzz Lightyear. Right. I, think, I think that... Having him be in Monsters, Inc., when that whole movie is about um, making humans laugh, having you know him being a comedian, mm-hmm. voice Mike, makes a lot more sense than him being Buzz. Because Buzz is kind of 
you know, Toy Story is kind of like a buddy cop type thing, right. you know, where you have, you have like, you know, the funny guy and the guy that kind of plays it straight. You know, Buzz Lightyear is kind of more, he doesn't the understand. The, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't understand the humor, even though Tim Allen is a comedian. I mean, Buzz is still funny, but you know, he's, he's kind, unintentionally funny. Right. Though. Right. And then Woody's kind of the more, you know, slapstick. I don't want to say necessarily slapstick, but you he's know, kind of sarcastic. Right. Right. Yeah, he he kind of gets that they're toys. Buzz thinks, you know, he's this intergalactic space hero. So, right, can I, Space look, Ranger. Space Ranger. Thank you for correcting me. That, <laughs> see, that would have been a good question. I would have not, not gotten that one. So. All right. I'm going to, so you've given me two. I'm going to give you one of mine. All right. Okay. Okay. So, no pressure. I'll have to look here. All right. So, uh, let's go. Let's go with this. All right. So, Walt Disney World is the second largest purchaser of explosives in the united states disneyland paris was the first international disney park and on average at walt disney world they collect six thousand cell phones and lost and found okay so two tell are me, facts can you please tell me though if the last one is false that you didn't just um tweak the number from 5,000 to 6,000. No, I didn't, I did not do anything like that on mine where I just like arbitrarily changed the number just to try to catch you up and something like that. Okay. Well, I can't not remember. saying that that's, that that's a fact though. Right. But. Okay. Cause I was just, I, I, I'm sure they collect a large number of cell phones a year. Um, I'm going to go, that one's tough. Your middle one, Disneyland Paris being the first international Disney property i believe is true um so i'm gonna say that one's true i'm gonna say that the cell phone thing is true and i think walt disney world and maybe i'm wrong i know i've heard this stat before but i thought that they were the number one purchaser of explosives not two Uh, so so disney is disney is the second walt disney world is the second largest purchaser of explosives the department of defense oh (laughs) <laughs> so yeah so you may have heard something that they're the largest private purchaser of it yeah because maybe they're, that was they're it. non non-governmental that was totally it um yeah, i just definitely. misheard it it I'm, was my ears right <laughs> i need to move my hair out of the way for the next one so that, hey, I so that the sound time. can reach my I ears i say that all the time but yeah so the department of defense is number one which is pretty incredible if you think about that disney's number two for explosives yeah for all, sure it makes sense all the fireworks shows they do i wonder what the difference is there like the difference in the number of explosive purchase yeah it has I'm not to be sure. so much higher for the department uh, of defense I would, I would imagine uh and then yes they do walt disney world collects six thousand cell phones on an annual basis so the paris one was false right well, the hold, one on, that hold I on a second though. Okay. so six thousand cell phones but then it's also like 3,500 digital cameras, oh, wow. 7,500 autograph books. And then I think I saw a stat. It, I want to say it's somewhere around like 1.5 million glasses <laughs> have been turned since the beginning of Walt oh, Disney wow. World. So since 19... But that's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, Each year you lose, you lose your phone. Uh, but yeah, so Tokyo Disneyland was the first really? international huh. one. And that one was in 1983 is when that opened. Disneyland Paris didn't open until early 90s. I want to say maybe 92 or 93. So wait, when did you say Tokyo opened? 83. Oh, so it's like 10 year difference too. Yeah. So that that was the first one. Wow. And actually the success of that is kind of why they tried Paris and they wanted to do Europe. They wanted to do another one. So 
cool. yeah so that one was the lie man so mad all right fine so my next one has to do with the little mermaid so my three facts I, are all about the little oh mermaid. you might get me here because <laughs> i i don't remember the little mermaid that well yeah um so number one in the little mermaid there's a scene where triton rides in on his chariot pulled by dolphins over a cheering crowd and if you look carefully into the crowd, you can see an animated Walt Disney in there. Okay, I can buy that because animators do that kind of stuff a lot. So, But all right, let's, okay. let's look what the other ones are. Number two, Ursula's appearance was inspired by a drag queen named Divine who appeared in the original Hairspray movie. Okay. And number three, the person who vo- voiced Prince Eric in The Mer- Little Mermaid was only 17 when he recorded, even though he was supposed to be older than Ariel, who was voiced by a 28-year-old. All right. So, like I said, I think I can believe that there's an animated Walt Disney in the movie. Okay. Because animators are always putting, in any you know director, any movie, there's always Easter eggs in movies and, and things um, you know put in there for, you know, kind of fans to find and things like that and definitely in disney animated movies there's always stuff that um i can't remember what movie actually might be indiana jones but like there's like i think it's indiana jones you see r2d2 and c3po's hieroglyphics what in in part of the movie um but in disney movies they do the same thing i think toy like the pixar movies do it a lot where they put i think toy story has scar as like a throw rug or something yeah like they like pixar put stuff in from other Pixar movies and Disney movies. Um, so there's Finding all... Nemo has like Monsters Inc. people at the end and the credits anyway. Right. Yeah. So there's all sorts of stuff like that. So I can believe that one. Okay. I can also believe the voice thing because especially, I mean, in acting, people never play their ages to yeah. begin with. And then when you have voice acting, if you're doing a voice, you could do you could be 28 and do a young voice. I mean, the person that voices Violet um, is an adult. Violet Parr. Yeah, yeah. the 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 woman that that voices her, she's an adult and she's doing a, a teenager's voice. Mm-hmm. So I think that seems reasonable. So I'm gonna say the second one uh, is incorrect. Okay, so I'm but gonna give. That's go- the lie. I'm going to go back to what you said about the, the impressive part is the fact uh, I think. Am I right? Hang on. You're going to wait uh, for it. Okay. Um, I think the impressive part is the fact that a 17 year old boy sounds like an adult. I don't know. I, I guess that at that point your voice has changed enough that you do sound real masculine. Um, so yeah, that one is true. So he was 17 voicing an older man and then there's a 28 year old voicing. So Ariel a, was, was 28. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like a girl. Okay. Yeah. Like and, I said, that seems very very believable yeah and there is an easter egg in that scene where triton rides in on his doll uh being pulled by his dolphins but it is not walt disney in the crowd so it is goofy and donald and mickey in the crowd <laughs> so i should have asked you when I mean, you asked me you didn't know, just change a number uh just to make that more difficult and then you basically just changed oh yeah well there is somebody in the crowd from disney it's just doesn't happen to be Walt Disney. Yep. Nope. So you should right. check out the photo though. It's 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 pretty cool. And um, they they stopped the the article. I think it, it's that one might be from Mental Floss. Yeah. Um. They they paused. So you the said it's Goofy. Goofy. It's all three of them. There's a big crowd underneath him, and it's Goofy, Goofy Donald, and Mickey. 
So, okay. Yeah, it's all three of them, and they're kind of in the in the bottom. They're kind of in the bottom corner. I have it pulled up on my screen. Yeah, they're in the bottom left hand corner of the screen. So you can see Triton. He has the glowing Triton uh, in his hand, in his right hand, and then the three dolphins are pulling him over. And then you can see a zoomed in. I'll say you really have to zoom in to see it. I'm, I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you really you have to You can't really in. make Mickey out at all, but you can totally... Donald and Goofy are much People easier. People find this. This is the magic of DVDs being able to freeze frame everything. Yeah. Apparently, there is this website that you, that somebody used to do all these hidden Mickeys, and they'd find them in Disney films all the time. So they basically played a giant game of Where's Waldo within Disney films. So yeah, it's pretty cool. All right. So, so something from the Hairspray movie. Yes. A drag queen. Yeah. So... Ursula. Check out her her photo. Um, and if you look, I, I sent you, it's a side-by-side of her with Ursula. And you definitely can see the inspiration. I mean, she has, just like Ursula you does. You can see it in the hair. Oh, yeah, definitely the hair. Like, the the hair line, like, is just big and crazy. But the thing that is a huge tip-off for me is the eyes. Because she, uh, Divine created these giant eyebrows, like, big spaces between her eyes and her eyebrows that kind of always make her look a little evil and a little surprised. And Ursula definitely has that. And then she would overpaint her lips in order to make them really bright and stand out on her face. And the same thing with Ursula. She has those bright red lips. So uh, again, we'll link to this so that you can see the side by sides, but the, the resemblance is definitely there and it's really strong. So, all right. So I get that one right. I told you a little mermaid, bit of a weak spot. So, I have one from Finding Nemo now. Okay. So. Keeping it with the fish. Fish (laughs) Underwater. Swimming with the fishes. Oh, geez. Okay. (laughs) That took a dark dark turn. Uh, Number one. The fish's facial expressions were based off of the facial expressions of dogs. Two. Okay. The animators actually did too good of a job animating the ocean in the movie. So... They, it could not actually be differentiated between the real ocean and like an animated ocean, so they had to change it. And my third one is, thanks to Finding Nemo, the sale of aquarium fish plummeted because of children being afraid that they were breaking up fish families. Okay, I'm going to say that's the lie, because how in the world would anybody ever be able to know that? <laughs> what? Well, you're right. That is the lie, <laughs> but... There's a crazy fact that goes with this, though, because there was apparently an epidemic of fish flushing after that movie. So because Disney uh, in that movie, it said, wait, 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 so so kids just started flushing their fishes so they could go back to the ocean? Yeah, because they said that all drains Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, wait. Oh, that's incredible. That's absolutely incredible. So I should have used that as one of as my truths. You would have never gotten it. These kids saw the movie and then felt so bad that they had the fish separated from their family. They just started flushing them all down right. the toilet. Well, apparently it got oh so bad that gosh. several organizations had to release public service announcements warning against this practice and <laughs> people made PSAs, don't flush your fish. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh and, my gosh. Wait, one of them? Oh my gosh. One of the organizations said if Nemo accurately portrayed fish flushing through the sewage system, the film would be called Grinding Nemo. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's nightmares. Yeah, they said that there's no way the fish would ever make it out of the, of no. the sewage system oh, because no. they grind everything up and it oh goes out. Oh my gosh. The fact that they had to make a PSA. That's the funniest thing I've heard today. Well, it's just so sad because like these kids were trying to be so nice. That's why I made up the fact that I made up because knowing how absurd yeah. this one is, yeah. my, the thing I made up is just about equally as absurd. Well, yeah, but who's letting like, but what here's the parents thing. are letting Think their kids it, like get the fish we've out been, of there and flush we've them? We've been to like different aquariums that you could purchase tropical fish. Those things are not cheap. And they, yeah. I mean, they're living, breathing how things. I don't want to emphasize the fact that they're, you know, expensive over the fact that they're living. Like, it's really sad that they are killing these fish. But also, these parents are probably... I mean, if you have a saltwater oh, tank, and then your kid takes oh, your think, 50 to $100 I, fish and throws it down the drain, uh, I mean, I think the toilet... They don't necessarily have to have saltwater fish. Most people probably just have those little... Like the goldfish. Yeah, little goldfish or little betta fish. I mean, hey, we know now that they fish. can live 20-plus years, so... And any, you know, any fish like that, they just have their little... Kids have their little fish bowls, and they're, they're flushing it. Yeah, I mean, it's terrible. All those fish died, but... yeah. You know what? I mean, it is a little geez, crazy, though. Nemo, you think he's pro fish and he's caused the deaths of thousands of fish. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I, th- yeah. I figured that one had to be the lie just because I don't know how you would uh, promote that stat. But so the fish's facial expressions are based on dogs. That made sense. I could kind of see that. The, you know, they're they're pretty cute with their eyes and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But then so they they could not tell the ocean. Like, they couldn't tell real water from their animated water? No, they said that they didn't want to make a documentary. So it looked so much like a documentary, and you couldn't tell the difference. And then the fish were animated, so it kind of looked ridiculous, where you you have these very fake-looking fish, but then you have a very real-looking ocean and water. So they kind of pumped up the colors and things like that to make it look more fake, so that that it seemed more suitable. That makes sense, because Finding Nemo, when it came out, it was yeah, it was revolutionary. Very, yeah, it was yeah. very visually stunning, and and the ocean looked very you know good. They looked like they were underwater the whole time, which you know a lot of times underwater stuff doesn't look right in animation. So it makes sense that they did a great job animating the water, and then you know kind of tweaked it to make mm-hmm. it so you could see it was animated. Um, but that makes sense just because it was such a, a well done movie. Yeah, exactly, so. exactly. All right, so I have I have one more, and then for I have you. one more. Okay. So, so far, I've gotten three right. You've gotten zero right. I only have two for you, though, so. Well, I, I think that the, 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 you know, it's a little stacked in, against me. So, so. you got you to gotta get this one right to get to get 50% here. All right, so let's see. Let's see if you can pass. All right. So, here are, so it's three. So, two truths and a lie. So, the first Disneyland ticket was sold for $1.00. So much it cost. Walt Disney World is roughly the size of San Francisco or two Manhattan Islands. And then the third one is Epcot is the only Disney World park to never change its name. Okay. Let me think through this. So a dollar. The Disney park, the first Disney park, Disneyland would have opened... Um, when a dollar was a reasonable amount to pay to get into a place and probably would have been rather expensive. So I think that one's true. And then the... Are you sure about that? Yeah, I think it's true. All right, okay. Uh, and then 
I literally can't remember the second one because that's how good my memory is. So the is. second one again was <laughs> you took too long thinking about the first one. Well, you know what? I I just gave something. I just gave clues about Finding Nemo, and I thought that I would pay homage to Dory. All right. So the second one was Walt Disney World is about the size of San Francisco or two islands, Manhattan Islands. Okay, I believe that too. I believe that as well. Um, so the only thing there that we would have been alive for, um, I mean, not that we're not alive for geography, but we would have been alive when Animal Kingdom opened. And I'm pretty sure it was called Animal Kingdom then, and it's still called Animal, Animal Kingdom. So I don't think that's ever changed its name. So I don't know about Epcot, but Animal Kingdom definitely I don't think You has. don't think it was called Epcot before? I have no idea. We use it only. All right. So. Test taking skills. Third ones. Yes. Your answer. Okay. You're correct on that one. <gasps> so you were able to get 50%. 50%. 50%. So yeah. So first Disneyland ticket was $1. So that was 1955. Uh, and as you said, you know, a dollar is in 1955 is more than it is today. It's still, I don't think as much as tickets cost today, but that's beside the point. Walt Disney World is 40 square miles. Wow. Which then, yeah, when you think about it, so that is roughly the size of San Francisco wow. or two islands of Manhattan. That's insane that to is think crazy. that it's that big. That is That's crazy. as big as, as a major city by itself. And then, yes, you're correct. So Animal Kingdom, Disney's Animal Kingdom is the only Disney World theme park to not change its name, which is pretty incredible if you think about it, because who knew that Epcot changed its name or Magic Kingdom changed its name? Uh, I yeah because we were alive for Hollywood Studios it used to be MGM whenever I visited it it used the to first be time. it used to be Disney MGM Studios right and so, so now it's Hollywood Studios right so what were the other names for the other parks the Magic Kingdom when it first opened was known as Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom oh my goodness that's barely qualifies as a name change and that was up until the early 90s and they were confusing it. I guess people were confusing it with Disneyland. So they changed it to, and the official name of it is Magic Kingdom Park now. It's actually the official name. Hmm. So it's not like, just it's not just Magic Kingdom. It's Magic Kingdom Park. Okay. So, and then Epcot, while Epcot's always been in the name, it's actually changed its name quite a few times. So when it first opened, it was known as Epcot Center. Okay. Was its official name. And... Then in 94, they changed it to Epcot 94. <laughs> and then in 95, they changed it to Epcot 95. Oh, my gosh. And then in 96, they didn't change it to Epcot 96. Oh, I was going to say. Then they changed it to just Epcot, what it is today. So it's actually gone through four, it said four names. So it's basically like a rapper, like Snoop Dogg. Uh, it's brief history. Snoop Lion. Yeah, I don't know. Snoop. Yeah, I don't know why. So, he is, yeah, that, I don't know why they did Epcot ninety four, Epcot ninety five. Like, I, I don't know why they were changing. Maybe it's it. like an IHOP kind of thing. Like, oh, I'm trying to get publicity. Or I don't know if they were trying to make it more like the World's Fair because it is kind of like a World's Fair. So maybe they were trying to like oh, come be. up with things that you know were yearly. I like that one. Let's go with that. Yeah. So it it so it's on Epcot. But I, I did hear I recently read an article that came out a few months ago that there's rumors that they're talking about changing the name of Epcot again. So they're doing a lot of changes to it's, Epcot. It's, so there's rumors. There's no rumors to what? They're just going to get to that. Oh, okay. So they're changing it a lot. I was just saying why they would potentially change the name. They're adding the guardians of the galaxy ride, Ratatouille. You know, they've 
kind of announced they want to put a billion dollars into it to redo the park. There's talk of building a hotel, similar to what they're doing with the Star Wars hotel next mm-hmm. to Hollywood Studios, building a hotel that would connect into Epcot. So the rumored name of the park is Epcot World Center. So kind of going back to the original name of Epcot Center, okay. but bringing in kind of like the world because it's you travel around the world with World Showcase. So that's yeah. that's the rumored rumored uh, new name is Epcot World Center. So we'll see if that comes in or not. I don't know. I just feel like anybody who knows anything about Disney knows that Epcot is the world-based park. So you don't need to telegraph oh, it with the name. People still call it Epcot. I mean, like I said, Magic Kingdom's Magic Kingdom Park. And uh, nobody calls it Magic Kingdom Park. Everybody still calls it. Most people call Kingdom. it the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. You know, and uh, Disney doesn't put like the in front of, you know, any of their official names or anything like that. Right. Oh, so. That's interesting. Yeah. But so we'll see if that happens. So. All right. So you got you got one out too. Pretty good. 50%. Pretty, yeah. Not bad. But again. I, I mean, didn't have much to work with. You can guess. You gave me two. You can guess and get 50% right. So I mean, I had a good, good, but not great. All right. So what's, what's, what's the last one? Okay. So this one was spurred by our visit, uh, our last visit to Disney together when we stayed at Art of Animation and uh, great hotel, by the way. Yeah, it is. It is really their their newest one. I think it's their most recent one. Sure. Uh, I mean, they've remodeled other ones, but it's like their most recent one that they've built. And it's uh, it's a very nice. Don't add us. Resort. If Joe's wrong. Um, so, but it's really cool because I think I mentioned this before, if you've never been there, they have little signposts up around, uh, the, the art of animation and there's different hotels dedicated to different movies. So you can walk around and you can go in certain sections and then each one is a different movie. So, yeah. So they have little mermaid, lion King and cars. Those are the three sections. Yeah. Did we stay in little mermaid? Yes. Yeah. So... But of course, I had to go walk over to the Lion King, and one of the signposts said that Jeremy Irons got sick whenever he had to sing part of his Be Prepared song. So Ed Cummings, who was the voice of Ed, or Jim, I'm sorry, Jim, Jim Cummings. Yeah, I said Ed Cummings. But Jim Cummings, who was the voice of Ed, stepped in and he uh, sang the song for him. Uh, so I thought that was fascinating and I had to look it up again just to double check because apparently I thought that Disney signs would lie to me, but it's crazy because you can't tell the difference between him and Jeremy Irons. But so my question is, which of these three characters doesn't Jim Cummings voice? Pooh. So he's done other. He's done other work for Disney. So Pooh, Tigger, or Piglet? I'm going to say Tigger. Nope. Piglet. He does. All things for Disney, like all things that Pooh or Tigger related, he voices. Really? Them. Yeah. Okay. And he's been doing this, I think it was since like the 80s, when the guy who originally voiced Winnie, Winnie the Pooh retired, and he stepped in and he's like, I didn't even dream that I would still be voicing them now. Um, so it's pretty... That's a, that's a pretty interesting yeah. little fact. Yeah, and also, just other fun facts, for Ed's character, kind of like what, Vin Di- what happened with Vin Diesel for Groot... He was given a script that basically kind of conveyed, you know, what he was supposed to be saying with Ed, and then he would laugh accordingly. So whatever Ed was saying, like, hey, watch out, or they're getting away, he had to edit his laugh 
to fit whatever Ed was supposed to be saying. Because so, he only laughs in it. Right. He only laughs. Okay. Like Groot so only like, says, I, say, I am Groot. I am Groot. Right. So um, there's I that. I am Groot. And also the mole that tells Mufasa, sir, news from the underground. That is also him. So This guy's everywhere. I know. I, I, I very much like him. I am Groot. So, oh my goodness, where did where did Vin Diesel come from? See, hey, that's a fact. I do a great Groot impersonation. I am Groot. <laughs> I'm Groot. Wow. You have to. I'm actually saying different things though. You have to figure it out. Um, you were saying that you are so funny, or you think you are <laughs> the first one. No, I'm just saying I'm Groot. I'm not actually saying anything. <laughs> Oh, okay. See, that was a lie. You failed. Up um, oh, one for three. Oh man, you're you're just you're rolling hey, down this. No. <laughs> All right, so that that was pretty good. I got three out of five. Not too bad. You got one out of Wait, two. Mathematically, three out of five is sixty percent. You're so fast with so, math. And then you got a fifty percent. So. But again, I, I only had two opportunities. I did a little bit. I did a little bit better. Yeah, so I think that was that was pretty good. I think next time, yeah, I'll have to try to come up with more for you, so it's it's kind of more even. Um, yeah. That way you can't complain that you only got two and you only get one. So when you, next time when you get one out of five, don't come crying to me. You brought it upon yourself. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna study find, from between I'm now find and then. Hard ones now. Between now and then, I'm going to look up like the FBI's way of telling if somebody's lying, and I'm gonna learn which way. You look whenever you lie and all these things. I'm going to observe very carefully your mannerisms and I'm going to tape you and then I'm going to watch it back on replay so that I will win. That's how dedicated I am to winning. I mean, I think it would be easier just to look up Disney facts and learn some Disney trivia. I'm just going to learn it all. But sure, if you want to go and become a a human lie detector, (laughs) that's fine with me. I'm going to sit facing a wall next time then. I I won't look at you so you can't tell what I'm doing. But yeah, so I thought that was pretty fun. You know, hopefully you had fun playing along at home yeah. in the How car, did you do? wherever you are right now. Oh, that was almost like Doctor Seuss there. Yeah. Oh wow! See, can rhyme. That's another fact. There we go. Thanks everybody for listening again this week. Uh, make sure you leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Yeah, please. They Stitcher, help a lot. Wherever you wherever you get your podcast, check us out on Facebook where we're at Enchanted Ears Podcast or Instagram we're at Enchanted Ears Podcast. If you have a question for us, you can ask it on Facebook or on our website EnchantedEarsPodcast.com/slash/podcast question. Uh, until next week, thanks and, and have, have a, a magical, magical day. day.